0: Hi, I'm Steve Thomas. This is Cacophony. Let's dive into some great music with an injection of heat and joy. One of the first composers to join us on our recent extravaganza, the Women's World Cup of Classical Music, was Katharina Nol. Katharina curated the playlist of pieces from Swiss composers, including her own work, Rave. She's back with us for this episode to talk about another of her latest pieces, A Rhapsody for Piano and Orchestra, Spices.
1: Yeah, I finished it last year. I wrote it actually over a period of three years. It all started off with a very simple piano version with the main theme. And then a friend of mine said, oh, this has potential. You should turn it into something bigger. And yeah, and I thought, "Mm, right, going to do that. And so it grew and grew.
0: What was the motivation for composing the piece?
1: I set on this melody, on this bass line, just going up and down in this uh, kind of oriental flavor, let's call it. And you can really kind of improvise on top. So I fiddled about constantly around it. And at one point I settled and said, I have to write it down because somehow I find it quite cool. And then it, it started growing and growing. It was just really basically from from just going up and down with the left hand.
0: We were chatting a couple of months ago and you mentioned hearing this thing about the BBC wanting pieces by women that were longer than perhaps many people write. Can you tell us about that?
1: Yeah, as you know, we studied in Southampton together.
0: So we established that we were in Southampton University at the same time. That's right. But now we have at least one date where we know <laughs> that we were in the concert hall at the same <laughs> point. Yeah. Because I was ushering and was on the door. At a very memorable concert, and Katerina was page turning.
1: After a bottle of wine and we came to the conclusion, we've been to that same concert. It was really funny when we both talked about it, how much we remember this one very concert, which is so mind-blowing. I'm still in touch with the UK have that had different concerts all around, so I keep an eye on what's going on on the music market there. And I followed the BBC Prams which to find really fascinating. And they uh, mentioned we would really like to include more pieces by women composers, but most pieces are too short for their programme. And I thought, well, I'm going to write something bigger. Then comes the thought, how long? If it's too long, then they say you can't do it. If it's too short, it's too short. So I thought... Now, here's the midway. Rhapsody and blue twenty minutes. <laughs> so I orientate myself on the twenty minutes.
0: So is this a is this a blatant attempt to get the piece into the prompts?
1: Well, a blatant attempt, yes. Yes. I wrote it for the for the BBC Proms, saying, Okay, here is a longer piece, but also I think my music suits is better suitable for the for the British market than for mm. Swiss market. Maybe because the variety of people of music taste is bigger, different, and I thought this could work.
0: Can you tell us a bit more about the Oriental inspiration?
1: I grew up with a lot of Eastern composers. Uh, Russian, Polish. And so I I grew up with a lot of that because I'm a child of the East.
0: Where did you grow up?
1: Between Dresden and Berlin. You know, Russia, not just what we know of Russia today. There were all these satellite uh, countries around us.
0: In the Soviet area? The
1: Soviet Union, yeah, exactly. You had all these Georgia, Armenia, all the way right to the very East. And there were quite some interesting composers they had cultural influence so i was kind of east orientated yeah and later on i always had a close connection to anyone, kind of eastern turkish always get along with all sorts of nations i find myself comfortable in this kind of environment
0: is there an african influence in the music at all
1: well you see that this oriental style goes from you know let's say Kazakhstan, Turkey, the Middle East, the northern belt of Africa. It's all a bit related.
0: I just wondered if there was any sort of specific place in mind.
1: No, I think what I have in mind what I then imagine is a spice market. Any big lovely lovely traditional spice market where uh-huh. you find all sorts of uh, spices
0: you really hear that oriental flavor coming out, particularly in the introduction. And it's interesting that you place it now in a market space, if you like, because it feels very early morning to me. I was never a very early morning person, but one of the things that I most enjoy about being in London and working in London is when you arrive at places before everybody else is there when it's just the delivery people and the Mm -hmm. rubbish people at Soho Covent Garden first thing in the morning. I've always really enjoyed that.
1: That's the idea. supposed to be the start of the day. I wanted to have this kind of day rise, and then you go and experience, explore whatsoever. Things start, they are, and they go, or they fade. I really enjoy also that early morning scene, the beginning. It's just starting so tranquil. I love it. I always imagine you're somewhere and you have all the birds, butterflies coming in, swirling about. In the morning, everybody comes and goes and has just a little appearance. And then the opening falls into its theme and it picks it up from there. And at one point, it's like, cut change of scene it's a really sharp cut I know but it's also a wake-up call it's quite tricky to play but it's it's good fun You know, I had mostly the piano part ready. So I just decorated the orchestra around it. You have all sorts of ideas in your head. And then later I actually picked up on an Iranian folk tune, that really tranquil piece with clarinet. I think it just sounds so cool, so relaxing, so quiet. I love that moment. I love uh, all these moments actually. Yeah. Always when there's a, a change. And then there's after that climax comes back to and then the, the strings go. rocks, I think. When you you play it then with full orchestra, I think that's pretty good.
0: I really like how you're you're talking about the piece and you say, I really like this moment. I don't write music, but in the pieces of music that I know really well, there are always tiny little corners and you just think, oh yeah, that's really good. And it had never occurred to me before you just saying it, that maybe the composer is sitting there going, oh yeah. Very happy with that moment. Yeah, that's really good. That'll happen.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, I always imagine a lot of people are really frightened when they hear something unknown because they don't know what's coming. So my idea about this piece was people go home joyful. I wanted to create these joyful moments, but also moments to relax towards the end some of the runs you know you just really need to have oh in the right hand i know some of these runs you just really need all five fingers (laughs) and then you continue doing so they just really five fingers and then the left hand skips from base to top all the time back and forth while the right hand constantly plays these five finger runs moving up and down yeah so you just have to know where to go
0: I think when you're talking to a live composer, you get a bit more of an idea about the craft, about the work that goes into writing a piece. Mm. Because when you're listening to good music, you don't see the workings. You hear the music and you get the emotional impact of that. And you don't spend your time thinking, oh, did you see what they did there? It's nice to hear you talking about how the things go together.
1: It's just really that work of sitting and writing it down, making it sound to what you have in mind, what you hear internally, also what you want to bring across and how can you write it in the most understandable way. There's one passage, it is the most difficult one, because... This is really tricky. But, you know, you hear it in your head. And I remember I wrote this really late at night. And uh, I picked up on some joyful moment of my daughter. She was so happy. And somehow this happiness came onto me. And I just had to kind of get this out on paper. It was funny, isn't it?
0: The recording that we have of the piece is... A MIDI file. So as yet the piece hasn't been performed by an orchestra, is that right? Yep.
1: It has received an award.
0: Great. <laughs> Tell us about that.
1: Well, I thought i handed it into this Global Music Award that gets awarded from California. And I was rewarded with the silver category for originality and composition. So I'm quite happy it was I received an award, but it hasn't been performed yet. <laughs>
0: It's a great advantage to be a composer in this day and age and have the technology mm-hmm. available and the composing tools available where it can mock up the the piece in a way that previously you'd have only been able to play on piano or play the instruments that you could play.
1: Yeah. Also, you know, in today's world, wherever you hand in your music and writing, you have to do also digital MP3, digital version or something if it's not recorded. So... It just fulfills today's requirement and mm. it's just a matter of how good the your digital version can be
0: and this will here it sounds really good. I was really impressed with the sound quality of the recording. it's amazing
1: you know with a live orchestra you can say oh, this has to go in the background this on the yeah. foreground and that doesn't exactly come out at some places. how I imagine it. The dynamics, they had to be uh, a little bit adjusted. I had to take down the piano a couple of times. But overall, I think it's a pretty good digital
0: version. Yeah. So as a shop window for the piece, it's fab. And what I'm really saying is, let's have a live performance now that gets recorded. Uh, Yeah. So please program this, BBC Radio 3.
1: Yes, please do. It's something new. Anybody else? You're very welcome.
0: Let's have a listen. Thanks very much for coming on.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Russie, for having me. And thank you for sharing my music on your podcast.
0: Thanks so much to Katarina Noll for joining us again on Cacophony. Have a click on the link in the podcast show notes to hear spices in full and then tell us what you think. You can leave comments at cacophonyonline.com by typing the old-fashioned way or leaving a voice message. Also in the show notes, you'll find links to more from Katarina as well as ways that you can help support Cacophony. Come back for more next time, and thanks for listening.